Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Blair Kirkhoff with us from the Kansas City Star. I reached out to you, Blair, thinking I must be an idiot. Blair's got 900 stories to write, travel things, but here you are. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, happy to jump on, Bob. We just got finished with the the morning press, the the morning after the Super Bowl press conferences, where um, Roger Goodell uh, hands the trophy to Andy Reid again, and the and the and the MVP trophy to Patrick Mahomes again, and. Um, they did it last night. They did it last year, and they, they do it again. Uh, did it again this morning. So just got finished writing from those events, and uh, now got to go back and pack. Busy time is. Uh, yep. I'll start with this one. Is is Patrick Mahomes a sorcerer? <laughs> he is. Um, he's a magician. I tell you what, you don't want to give him the ball with a chance to lose the game. And that's what the 49ers did yesterday by making the decision that Kyle Shanahan made in overtime to uh, to take the ball after winning the coin toss. I, I thought it was a mistake then. Uh, in fact, I asked Andy Reid about it this morning at his press conference. What would the Chiefs have done if they had won the coin toss in overtime? And he said they would have kicked. Uh, and um, I, I understand some of Shanahan's thinking, but – I don't think you want to give the Chiefs the ball um, second. I think you want to make the Chiefs uh, attack first and then react to the Chiefs. Completely agree. Mm, I don't know if I agree, but that's, I guess, uh, another question for another day. Uh, it's, are, are you taking the uh, trying to put this in historical perspective? Is that your goal with, with what you're writing and the things that you're talking about? Or since Patrick Mahomes is, is 28 years old and has at least a, a decade a, ahead, are you trying to put it in a, a perspective of, of what it means today? Well, that, that, that's a good question and a good distinction. I, I, I think that you know, I'll, I'll refer back to, again to something Andy Reid said today that the talk of you know dynasty and legacy, all that, that that's kind of for us to, to talk about and just to determine. Um, leave it to the you know the people who cover the events, and I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I um, you know I, I think winning three Super Bowls in five years is dynastic. Um, you know, the Cowboys did it in the early you know in the early '90s with. You know, with Aikman and Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin, and um, there have been, you know, you, you don't have to be the Patriots and, and win for, you know, two decades to, to be a dynasty. So I, I think what the Chiefs have done, you know, since Mahomes has become.
become a starter moves them into that category. I think they needed to win yesterday for them to be there, but they're there. And, uh, and yes, at age 28, he'll be 29 when next season starts. Uh, there's many good years, seemingly many good years in front of them, and the opportunity to build on what has already been an incredible, uh, incredible career. And, and what's more, they – you know, they'll get a chance now to, to do something that's never been done in the Super Bowl era, and that's win three in a row. There have been um, eight different franchises do it, and, uh, and it's happened nine times because the Steelers did it twice, win two in a row, and now the Chiefs, the latest one to do it, will have the opportunity to make it three straight. Blair Kirkhoff with us, part of the uh, Kansas City Star coverage of the Super Bowl. Chiefs winning uh, last night against the 49ers. So I made this comment to Jeff, and uh, it goes beyond football a little bit. But these wins, and and Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, and Andy Reid, and all all this Chiefs thing that's uh, just dropped from the sky. It's just amazing. Uh, what has that done for the city of Kansas City? The effect it's had on commerce economy it's got to be it's got to be there i know it's hard to pinpoint but what are your thoughts on that yeah it, it is hard to quantify but a lot of people including you know the, the star and uh and some other national outlets have come in and try to do stories about that and um i i don't know you know i think more than anything it's it's sort of qualities that you can't measure Financially, it's, um, you know, Kansas City and this region of the country has, been, I think, benefited from the exposure of having Taylor Swift in, uh, you know, in all the games. And, um, you know, what, what strikes me at the season of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is just how much she was left alone. Um, you know, by the Chiefs and by the the people here. She, you know, she was able to, look, she needed all kinds of security to get in and out of games. But once she was there, there weren't, you know, she wasn't hounded by, by fans trying to get pictures. And she wasn't, um, you know, the Chiefs made it a point not to play her video, not to show her on the, on the big screen or, or play her songs during the, during the game. And I thought that was interesting. They just, didn't want to amplify her presence. They just wanted her to be able to be a fan. And that was true last night at the victory party. She's, she's attending a victory party with, you know, with, with members of the public in addition to chiefs and she was able to just have a good time. So I know that that veers off of what you're asking, Bob. And, uh, but it's just really hard to define exactly what it means. I, I think we might have to get some years behind us to really determine what it all meant. But it, it has been a crazy year, no, no doubt about it, and one that is different than the previous two Super Bowl seasons for the Chiefs. So I'll ask you to get out a, a, the crystal ball here a little bit. My, my Bob was talking uh, last segment. He wants to fast forward to the end of Patrick Mahomes' career to see how many Super Bowls he had. Uh, I want to fast forward to when he's like 35, not necessarily see how much he's won, but what, what he looks like, what kind of player he is. Do you think he'll age as like that, that left-handed pitcher who has to get kind of crafty and outsmart everybody? Do you think the arm strength 
will still – I mean, I know we don't know, but how do you, how do you uh, think about Patrick Mahomes when you think about him being in his mid to late 30s? Well, that, uh, I'll tell you what, my thinking on that has changed, uh, and I'll tell you why. I thought before this season, so at the end of last year's Super Bowl, I thought Mahomes would become one of those guys that um, uh, we would just, you know, we'd see him more in the pocket, less elusive, and we wouldn't see the long runs like we've seen now in each of the last two Super Bowls where he, you know, he had the 19-yarder last night, and he had the big one against the Eagles by 28 yards to set up the, the game-winning field goal last year. Uh, he would, you know, he would just, you know, age the way we all do. But then I watched the Netflix uh, series Quarterbacks and saw how hard he works and uh, and how dedicated he is to keeping his body in shape and. And I, and I can't remember if it was at Buffalo or at Baltimore in the playoffs when he, he got twisted around like a pretzel and uh, on a tackle, on a sack, and it you know, looked like you know, it would have really done some damage to somebody who wasn't as in good a shape as Mahomes. So I, I think that he's going to end up being in better shape later in his career than I originally thought he would. And I, and I think one of the driving forces is Tom Brady and the way Tom Brady – kept himself in great shape, obviously had to, right, to be able to play as effectively as he did into his 40s. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to – yeah, I don't think he's going to be that crafty lefty, the, you know, the, 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 the fireballing lefty who has to find the third and fourth pitch, you know, off-speed stuff to, you know, to prolong his career. I, I still think we're going to be seeing fastballs from Mahomes, um, you know, five, six, seven years from now. Talking uh, with Blair Kirkhoff on a very busy day for Blair, and we appreciate his time. So we were also discussing uh, what 2024, what the season looks like. Uh, lots of free agents, potential free agents for the Chiefs. Who do you think they prioritize bringing back? And what position do you think they will prioritize adding to in this offseason? Yeah, of course, the, the- – Kind of the bigger, the big question is Chris Jones. What's going to happen there? Um, you know, they basically put it off for a year by signing him to the one-year deal. Uh, you know, uh, back in the in the fall, um, and, and Legarius Sneed now is, is up for a new deal. And can they afford to keep both of them? With um, you know, Mahomes said after the game last night, he he will continue to do what he can. Uh, to help the salary situation of his team, you know, you can. There are artful ways of uh, of redoing contracts to free up money to to pay other people. Brady did it often in his career, so I, I think that they are going to uh, prioritize signing Legarius Need and Chris Jones. We'll see if they can afford to do it. I, you know, Chris Jones didn't have a big statistical game yesterday, but his impact was. Uh, was apparent. He put a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy. A lot of the incomplete passes Purdy threw was because Chris Jones was right there. So I, 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 I you know, I, and I was struck by a scene from last night too when Chris Jones was on the turf celebrating, and Andy Reid came over and basically fell on him. Um, I, I don't know what Chris Jones has to get paid, and he, he will get paid. But do you want to get paid playing for the Bears? Or do you want to get, you know, maybe take a little less and continue to 
have this career with the Chiefs? I, that's the question the the Jones camp has to ask itself. And as for as for priority positions, I think it's pretty obvious they need to look at wide receiver, if not in the draft and in free agency. I know that the, a lot of receivers are young, but um, uh, but after Rasheed Rice I'm, I'm, and Justin Watts, maybe a possession guy. I, I don't know. I'm not sure who else on this team um, you you would trust over uh, you know 17 games. They you know, Mar- uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had nice moments, but overall, you know, his production was down. And Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Richie James, you know, a-, a lot of, like, fourth or fifth receiver types on this team. We really appreciate it, Blair. Thank you for, uh, in, on short notice, taking some time out. And my challenge to you is to not use the term three-peat over the next eight months of Chiefs coverage, okay? Well, then – then I advise you not to look headline in the Kansas City Star on, on, on the website right now. <laughs> uh, no, it'll, it'll be out there a lot, certainly. Yeah, Thank you. Safe All travels right. home. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks. All right, Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star uh, joining the show to talk about the Chiefs. Two segments down, lots of Chiefs talk. We'll break from that after this break. We'll talk to Wichita Southeast boys basketball coach. Carl Brown, they knocked off Heights. Pretty impressive. undefeated Heights. Friday, that one really caught us all by surprise. We'll talk to Carl Brown about the Golden Buffaloes next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 